your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. We'll have Ranger Baseball on the air for you tonight. First place, Ranger Baseball, as they take on the Los Angeles Angels from the Big A at 8. Astros, who now trail the Rangers by 2.5, play at Seattle. Uh, Seattle swept by the Rangers over the weekend. So that's awesome news, Jamie. I mean, that fantastic news. I mean, the best of all worlds is the uh, Astros get swept by the Royals. Rangers sweep the Mariners, and the Rangers find themselves in first place this morning, uh, two and a half up on uh, on Houston. So, man, that's uh, that's that's craziness. I, I think of of all the things that you could have expected to happen uh, on Friday when we uh, began this. Uh, I don't. I think we would have said, "Oh, man, there's you take two or three. You take two or three. Kansas City beating Houston. You hope it's the right two or three. And you hope you're, you're in, still in a good spot on uh, on Monday morning, and the Rangers find themselves in, in a optimum spot uh, this morning, and they'll, they'll they'll finish up with uh, with the Mariners. Uh, so I mean, there's still there's still a lot of baseball yet to be played, but I mean, yeah, still work to to get to be done, just because of what you just said there, because you can get in that final weekend, and the Mariners can return the favor mm-hmm. and just steal it right back. Yeah, so. Uh, you got to make sure that you're not having any kind of let up this week uh, against the Angels. But man, you have put yourself in a terrific position heading into this final final week. Rangers 87 and 68, Houston 85 and 71, Seattle 84 and 71. So, you know, if you if you looked at it right now, um, Seattle would be the odd man out uh, with Houston getting that last wild card spot and in. Along with Toronto and uh, and Tampa Bay, so man, it's a uh, it's a good spot uh, to be in for uh, for the Rangers. So, like I said, they'll uh, they'll take on the Halos tonight, and uh, we'll have it for you. And you hope that uh, the Rangers can find themselves in a in a really good spot uh, when it was when it's all said and done. John Gray, who did not have a good outing his last time out, uh, will pitch for the Rangers. He's eight and eight with a four twenty two earned run average so he didn't uh he didn't pitch a whole lot so maybe that he can go a little bit further tonight uh patrick sandoval will be his opponent on the hill tonight he's a left-hander he is uh, seven and 13 with an era of 4.19 so rangers uh playing out west uh for the remainder uh of this uh regular season and then uh hope they find themselves division champs by the end of the week that'd be nice it'd be nice right that'd be nice so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll have uh, Cowboys Hour tonight. Uh, Cowboys got humbled yesterday. I think that's maybe putting it uh, mildly um, by the uh, Arizona Cardinals yesterday afternoon. It 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 didn't start well and it didn't end well as um, as they were uh, victorious uh, in Week Three of the Arizona Cardinals um, over the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, man, just, uh, you know, Dak again, um, not good in the red zone. Um, throws an interception at the end of the game. That was his first of the season. Uh, but the Cowboys lose 28-16. Uh, to 16 in, uh, I would love 
to just blame Dak for this game. You made Brown in your pants in the entire first half on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. There is nobody on the Cowboys roster that should be feeling good about their performance on, well, on to- Sunday. Tony Pollard. Eh. He had an okay game, but when nothing else worked, if you're on the offensive side, you've got nothing but to look at yourself. If you're on the defensive side, you gave up 28 points to the Arizona freaking Cardinals. Yeah, they're not a team that is trying to lose. No, no, you're 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 not wrong. But Tony Pollard, 23 carries, 122 yards, five five yards a tote. If that was against a good team, I might be with you. This is a team trying to lose. They want to get the first draft pick. Your quarterback looked pretty good yesterday, for what it's worth. I'm mainly saying the Dallas Cowboys defense looked like garbage. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. And you're playing without three of your offensive linemen uh, yesterday. Not gotta believe that was a factor with the offensive struggles. Yeah, gotta believe that. Uh, Dak was 25 of 40, 249 yards, threw a touchdown, threw a pick, and uh, as far as the receiving goes. Michael Gallup led the receivers six receptions for 92 yards. Cowboys had some questionable play calling as well. So, let's and about 900 penalties. Yeah, I mean you just you just can't. What was the final number? I want to say it was 11. Thir- was the actual number? 13, 13 for 107. Arizona eight for uh, 69, and that was that was a problem with the Red Raiders too. Um, man, they. They Man. could not get out of the the way of themselves from a penalty standpoint. Just yeah, it's, it's hard to, when they all give up just twenty points. It's hard to be real frustrated with the defense, but man, they just kept shooting themselves in the foot bailed with third out. down penalty, mm-hmm. bailing them out. Yeah, and that was so incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. No, no, no doubt. I mean, it was, you know, and again, nine penalties for ninety six yards. Uh, West Virginia was penalized three times for uh, for twenty yards. And, and they didn't get their first penalty until 6.40 of the third quarter. Uh, that was on a fourth and one. They had a false start, and that moved them back five yards, and so then they then they punted the ball away. But, you know, and, and for Tech, even at, you know, after, after West Virginia gets a field goal with 25 seconds to go in the second quarter, so you're down 13 to three, kickoff, and you get an outstanding kickoff, uh, but you have a holding call on it. Uh, it wipes out like a 54-yard return. Not and I can't sit here and say that the penalties what's was is what sprung him because it did. It looked like it was away. But bottom line is, any any opportunity that you had to kind of put yourself in position for either something in the end zone or a field goal there to make yourself feel better going into the halftime, give yourself a little momentum, shot yourself right in the foot. Yeah, absolutely. It was kind of par for the course on the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when that when that happened, it just like was like, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Texas Tech soccer. A number of you have responded on the Yates yeah. Warning Center chat line for that. The uh, Red Raider soccer team uh, undefeated in Big Twelve play, three and zero for the first time ever. They beat Baylor yesterday afternoon in Waco, two to nothing. So how about that? That was great. Yeah, they're rolling right now. Yeah, Centex Hanks says thanks to the soccer and volleyball squad. Soccer took out UT and uh, and Baylor. Volleyball split with number seventeen Kansas. Uh, so that gives uh, everybody something to cheer about. Uh, with regard to West Virginia, bottom line, we lost to the team picked to finish last. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, 
You're not, you're it, not it, wrong it, about that. It did get the feel of, um, you know, uh, a West Virginia team that, that this was the game or one of the games that they were really, really looking forward to and really, mm-hmm. really excited about playing. Yeah. No, I think yeah. Neil Brown had said in his press conference, basically had circled it. They had looked at it all summer long that, yeah. you know, and they took offense to being, you know, picked 14th in the conference and, uh, and they went out and... And I still think they're going to finish in the last three or four. Yeah. I don't think anything changes. Yeah. Now the question is, are you going to as well? Yeah, it's... Uh, That's the not fun question. Yeah. Not fun at all. I mean, and now you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and and uh, and figure it out. Uh, this, is it just me? But it seems as though all three games, Tech had Shuck running more and more when we all know that sooner or later he was going to get hurt. Was the coaching staff didn't have the guts to sit him down for Morton, or did Chuck seeing that play calling wasn't working and took it upon himself to get the job done? <sighs> Certainly, I don't think they were running him trying to get him hurt. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think either. That I, whether or not they had the guts to sit down, Chuck, we'll never know. Appears like that's not going to have to be debated anymore. Yeah. All week long, I heard we had more talent to beat West Virginia. It must be the coaching. Well, the players got to play at some point in time, too. Mm, true. And the coaches got to not get out coached. Yeah, got to yeah. get coached, right? This yeah, a, let's not pretend a, they didn't have a bad day, oh, too. No they, no, they had an awful day. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. What, uh, what frustrated you the most about Saturday? Uh, frustrated me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, tech lost. Okay. With 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 within that loss, what what frustrated you the most? Um. Just that our offense couldn't get out of their own way. Just just not competing on the offensive side of the ball. Okay. Uh, you're, you sounds like you're looking for me to call. Somebody out no, here, no, no. Here, so I, I'm like not, the the play I'm, of the quarterback or the offensive no, play calling or no, the fact just, that your running back didn't get more touches when you were having a lot of success there. Yeah, all of those things were disappointing. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that, there's anything that just was like one thing that just really frustrated you more than... I mean, just wrap them all up and put a cute okay. little bow on it and all that good stuff. I mean... It, the, the defensive penalties given them first downs, mm-hmm. was, I mean, was extremely frustrating as well. Uh, you know, you got some life, you move down the field, you score your first touchdown, your, your only touchdown, and you get some life, and immediately, I mean, immediately, defense had been so good. It just immediately just right back down the field to score, you know? And, and that's where, like, you look at 20 points, and you're like, hey, that's a great job. You should win that game. I mean, more times than not, but it's, you, you had a chance for some momentum there. You had a little life, and they just poof, gave it right back. And I think there were two third-down penalties on that play that, that continued drives, or excuse me, on that drive that continued um, the drive. And um, it was just so frustrating. You gave it right back there. And so I don't want to be harsh to the defense. Man, they played beyond well enough to win. But that was a frustrating stretch. Yeah, the, uh, you get you get the touchdown. Um and then Mark Hill gets a 17-yard run to the Tech 46, 
And then on third and five at the 26, there's a pass interference that gives them a uh, first down. It's the fourth penalty uh, for a first down on third down for them. They, they only had three um, regular first downs on uh, on third down conversions. I mean, um, and, and you helped them out with uh, four additional. And then, uh, and then they get the touchdown pass there with uh, – you know, seven thirty-three to go in the ball game, and, was, and lead it twenty to ten. Yeah, but that was after another pass interference call on uh, Baskerville in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, two on the same drive. Two on the same drive. Um, I I agree with this. the The last four plays with timeouts were mind blowing. I I I had. Uh, I think I was more bothered by the third and ten. I mean, fade to the smallest guy in the on the team. Mm-hmm. You're throwing a jump ball to Nehemiah Martinez. I, I just what? And again, I don't know if that's the offensive coordinator calling that play, or if that's the quarterback's decision making. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't care. It's just got to be better. Yeah. I mean that that to put you in fourth and two, and again. Taj Brooks bailed you out and was able to get to the edge and pick up two and a half or whatever. And so you could get to those next four plays Mm -hmm. where you could throw the ball, but the third and two play call. I mean, I agree. I mean, you're, you just need to first down. You need to continue the drive there. Yeah. And just, I don't know about you, but it wasn't a situation where it was like, Oh, well we know we can get this on fourth down. No, 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 I didn't feel that I didn't way. Need, I mean, I have, I have in brackets in red, third and two pass in the end zone. Why? That was with uh, again. You're throwing a jump ball to yeah. a guy who's what five seven. If if that. I mean that that's just like it's different if you're throwing a. I mean he, he's a speedster, which he is, or whatever, and he's open in the uh, out in front. And you're you're throwing, but you're throwing a jump ball to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's again. I don't know if that's on the quarterback or that's the coordinator or maybe a combination of both, but that just didn't, in my opinion, should not have been option number one there. Uh, this this from uh, twenty minutes ago, and, I, I th- and and then you're right. The the next, I mean, the next four plays. I just don't know, man. I don't. I don't. You're running the ball with success. I don't yes. know why you don't keep using Taj. I, um, I didn't quite understand that. But again, you know, I just, I'll go back to Coach Kitley last week was very quick to uh, throw a little shade towards Barron and saying, hey, we send him out there with a run and all of a sudden it gets checked into a pass. Okay. That was, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit there. Okay. You know, so, and, and what they liked about Tyler is that Tyler always seemed to give him according to them, into the right play. Mm-hmm. Whereas Barron, being less experienced, well, you know, four years of college less, you know, was not as good at doing that. And so I look at some of these plays, and while I, you know, I'm frustrated just with the offense in general and the execution in general, I, I don't, I want to be careful to say, I, I don't know, maybe it's not all on Kitley's play calling, but maybe it's the quarterbacks not seeing the defense and making the right adjustment and the right call that, that they would want. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a great I'm, point because I'm, I would fully admit I'm not smart enough to understand that, or I don't know what was, nobody does except the people on the team. Yeah. What was called, you know, what was called and 
what he should have done in the situation. I, I'm, I don't know. Uh, this question that was asked, I'm curious, Shell's thoughts. Do you think McGuire's emphasis on using analytics has hurt Kitley's play calling? Maybe too worried about the, quote, magic number. He went from being an all-star OC to a no-star. Well, and that's a, that's a little, I mean, I guess it comes with the job. It, it is what it is. Um, do you think there's anything to that? No. Okay. No, analytics affects what you're doing on fourth down. Maybe a little bit it does on third down. But I, I don't, I don't. Analytics isn't changing what you call on first or second down. No, some you know, they they have a whether you're going for it as a matter as a matter of fact, it almost feels like it gives them more opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas team he gets to go for it on fourth down, where most teams don't go for it as much. I don't, I don't think the fourth down thing hurts you in this game. Good. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. The Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, in addition to Tyler Shuck getting hurt in the first quarter, Tyler Owens went out and Quincy Ledette went out. Uh, Tech was without Trent Lowe, Wesley Smith, and Duda Banks. And then Miles Price was limited is what the uh, pregame report was. And uh, basically all, all he saw was uh, punt returns. And and uh, that was I think that was pretty much it. I don't think he was targeted at all. He was not. Um, so I'm not sure he was out there for a uh, an offensive play at all. So he had, had a bit that. Uh, this... From the Yates Flooring Center chat line, a couple of people have asked this question. I don't know the answer to this question. Is uh, Baron Morton healthy? Looks like he might have gotten hurt. I, I, I don't know exactly where that was in the game. I remember what, what you're talking about. He get, looked like he got his shoulder bumped a little bit. I don't know if that affected his play. Uh, but do know this. You're a snap away from having a true freshman being starting quarterback mm-hmm. in uh, Jake Strong. So... Um, that's uh, that's a bit of a concern. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center Challenge, Chuck. How about the Beach Boys? Yeah, the Beach Boys were good last night. They had a great, great crowd last night for the uh, seven thirty show. They can still do it. It's good. John Stamos was there last night, so Mike Love was there. He's eighty one years old. He can still sing. They put out the hits last night. That's Played good. them all. Played them all. So it was it was a good time. Uh, this, do you still think they have a chance for a bowl? I don't think so. Don't see the teamwork. Well, I mean, if you keep playing the way that you're playing, no, you won't make a bowl game. But do you have the talent to make a bowl game? Yeah, you do. It's just, man, you've, you've lost, you know, a couple of games that you thought you were going to get, you know, with Wyoming and, and West Virginia. And, and now you're, I mean, obviously you're going to have a really tough stretch now uh, with what you have coming up. Uh, not necessarily this week, although I think any opponent right now is a tough opponent because you haven't really proved that you can put anybody away, Jamie. Except Tarleton State. Right. Step away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You, you yeah, put, I, nothing's a gimme at this point. Mm-hmm. That's for certain. But yeah. I, I feel good about your chances against Houston. Here, Here's the question that I have is, uh, does... Does Donovan Smith have an advantage this week because um, 
he knows your defense or went up against it in in practice or does the tech defense have an advantage because they know Donovan Smith and went up against it both yeah there's probably something to be said for that so you have Houston and then Baylor and then K-State at BYU at home against TCU coming up and then you go on the road to Kansas come back at home to UCF and finish up uh, in Austin Um, let's see here Somebody's brought up a, a yeah, I mean, the, the bottom line is just why isn't Taj Brooks getting the ball sooner? That's maybe that's the question. Is that the question of the day? Uh, that's fair. That's fair. You know, for or more. I mean, would it, you know, just a few carries in the first half, a few touches in the first half? He had he had three carries in the first half, and Tyler Shuck, before he got hurt, had four. You only ran 23 plays in the first half. 23. You ran 81 for the game. So you ran 58 plays in the ball game in the second half and could muster just 10 fourth quarter points. 10. 10. That was it. Well, I mean, if you scored 10 in every quarter, you'd be a good offense. Sure, but I mean... <laughs> that- that doesn't make any sense to be hammering on you only scored 10 in the fourth. How about you only scored 13 for the game? Sure. I mean, you got the that. The fourth right? was the one quarter that well, you did score touchdown. I know, but I mean, it felt like that you you left some on the on the table there. I mean, and you to get to get to your 10, you had a fourth and 9 from your own 44 um to to pick up a first down. And that was uh, a 15-yarder to Dre McCray, which, you know, I, I put a big star by that. And that was your biggest play of the game up to that point. Um, and, you know, and then, and then you know, you get the, the pass later to uh, Jerron Bradley for six yards to, to make it a 13-10. to 10. But you had to have a big run um, after the fourth down conversion by Taj Brooks for 27 yards to put you in that pos- position. And that was his longest run of the day. It sets up that touchdown. I just go back to, you know, what I said a little bit earlier. Obviously, your defense played well. The penalties continuing drive were frustrating, and just the drive right after you score the mm-hmm. touchdown to get within three that they went right down the field. And, again, two first downs were had because of pass interference calls, one of them, or maybe even both of them on third downs. I can't remember. That was like the most frustrating thing your defense had been just awesome for a long stretch awesome and then they just right back down the field to score seven that was that was hard to take did you um did you feel like just from a i mean i'm not blaming this on the officials don't get this at all did did you feel like it was one-sided on saturday jeff i think you did right I fully agree that we committed the penalties we committed. Okay. Let's make this clear. <laughs> okay. okay? Um, however, I don't think they missed any of Tech's calls. Uh-huh. I dang sure know they missed some of West Virginia. Okay. Now, would I have called some of the holding calls that were away from the play like they did? I wouldn't have. I'm sure if we asked the official official later today, he would off air probably say the same thing. 
uh, that you don't want to call the, a hold against somebody when the play goes the complete other direction. Saw that three times in the game on Saturday where you're going left and the flag's on the right-hand side of the field for holding. Uh, but they didn't miss any attacks. They missed quite a few of West Virginia's. Okay. I mean, you, you got to, you know, on that on that first drive, that first drive for them that they scored, which was their third drive of the game, he had a holding call on Josiah Pierre at third and nine that bailed West Virginia out, gave him the ball to the eight-yard line. I'm not saying they weren't going to score, but, man, they went 13 plays, 647, 75 yards. They ran the ball 12 times against you on that drive. Mm-hmm. But we uh we we did not we did not duplicate that uh you know and we 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 kind of had our our challenge of uh scoring in the red zone too you had a drive that stalled at the 10 yard line you had to settle for a 28 yard field goal you had 12 plays 56 yards on that one took 608 off the off the clock so that was a west virginia drive excuse me uh that made it 10 to 3 there before the half, and then the Red Raiders promptly go three and out. Um, it's uh, I don't know, it's just a very, very frustrating, very, very frustrating day. Uh, the question of the day is why did Taj not get a ball a single time in the final four downs? Right? No, I agree. With two timeouts, and after he got us downfield, he deserves to get a crack at it. And he deserves to be rewarded with a touchdown. Yes, I'm angry. I think everybody's angry about those last four. Yeah, and again, I, um, I don't know if that's the initial play that came in mm-hmm. or if that's the quarterback checking into something different yeah. that was sent out there. I mean, you're giving the quarterback the ability to look at the defense and say, oh, okay, this should be a run play or no, this should be a pass play. Maybe he checked out of it and maybe they were playing for the run and he felt like we need to throw the football here. I, I don't know. I guess I could probably go back and look at the – I had a still frame of what the defense looked like, and we probably could figure it out. Um, but I don't know. Uh, sum it up. What the heck is going on? This person, I see only two more wins, Baylor and BYU. Well, I mean, B- well if you've got Baylor and BYU as a win, you should probably have Houston as a win too. Right. I don't know that I'm going there. What a difference a week makes. What a difference a week makes. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Okay, I'm going to steal from Mike a little bit here. Okay. And it's also kind of from you at the beginning of the show as well. Okay. I don't know if this is good or bad. So you get a you get a, a or a B. You cannot go C. Okay, A or B, all right? I always like those. I mean, yes, no, right? Who are you more frustrated with right now? The players, A, or the coaches, B? There's no C, little bit of both. Okay. A or B? My my fan uh, never played college football, uneducated, just yell at the TV, yell at the radio, you know, yell at you. Me. I'd say B because I feel like there have been too many times where I have not agreed with the decision that I perceive was made by the coaches, whether it was 
going for it on fourth down from your own 33, whether it was, you know, four straight pass plays, whether it was – because at the end of the day, you're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. And if you've allowed it to happen, then then that's on you. If you're going to put your second-string quarterback in because your first guy goes out and breaks his fibula or whatever happened to him, it was a horrific injury, whatever happened to Tyler Shuck. It was horrific. And the fact that he played one more play on a broken leg is unbelievable. Um, and that was that was on him trying to just make a play. But when you put in Baron Morton, who hasn't had a bunch of reps, sometimes you need to say to him, I don't care what you're seeing from the defense. This is what we're calling. This is what we're running. Run the damn play. So I'm going to say B. A was coaches, right? No. A was players. A was players. Okay. B was coaches. I'm going to say coaches as well for B. Um, And it's not just all of the things that Chuck just mentioned. But the not recognizing when something's working and not recognizing when something's not working that you keep trying. Like throwing to really any of our receivers with the number of drops that we've had when your running back is averaging five yards a carry in the rain. I think it was more than that. Like five and a half, I think, is what he had for the day. But the ridiculousness that I had with your offensive play calling in, on Saturday, I, I don't have words to describe it. And I don't think anybody does. I think we're all frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. But it, I, yeah, that's where I'm at. Coaches. I think if you were going to look at, you were just going to look at the quarterback position or you were just going to look at the offensive line. Or you were just going to look at the wide receivers. And you were going to say, any individual group is not performing well on offense. Mm-hmm. I could I could get behind it being about that individual group and those players. But when collectively your offense, besides one guy, is having a good season... One guy. Taj Brooks. Taj Brooks. Number 28. On the offensive side of the ball. Now, you could tell me that there's some guy that grades out high on the offensive line. One guy. Or there's one guy that's a receiver that's grading out well. I mean, Jordan Brown's catch on Saturday was, wow, just spectacular. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was surprised they brought that. I was surprised they reversed that call. Not me. I mean, once you saw the replay, he had the ball. Had control of it. I moved know. around. I just, I'm just like I said, I was just, I was surprised they. Were I was second. surprised they reviewed it. Yeah, that was good. I was, I was too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with yeah. Jeff. Wasn't surprised they called it correctly in the review. Was surprised they reviewed it. It was bang bang. There's no. There was another one early in the game that they didn't review. Didn't review that I thought should have been reviewed. Uh huh. More than the one that they did review. Yeah, it was like a diving forward attempt. Who was it? A West Virginia receiver. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of because it was ours that I wanted them to review and they didn't. Yeah. Anyway, all of those collective units together are not performing on the offensive side of the ball. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, when, when it's the entire unit as a whole, 
it's hard to pin it on one guy or, or one and so one player and so i i just feel like you have to look at the the offensive coaching staff right now and feel like they're 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 not getting it done they're not, they're their team has not been clicking for whatever for whatever reason. It, it really, the only time it really clicked was the beginning of the Wyoming game because I really didn't feel like it. I mean, and, and the Oregon I game, felt, they played. I felt like it clicked yeah, in the Oregon yeah, game. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Just think if you didn't turn the ball over that much. I mean, because again, some of those were, you know, in scoring opportunities sure. when mm-hmm. you were turning it over. Yeah. Uh, this person says Bradley's no catch wasn't reviewed. I thought it was Bradley. I th- it was okay. a low pass. Yes. Yeah. And and did you guys think that one was caught? I, like I think- it was close. It was just it. It was hard to tell with. You know, and because we never saw it like slowed down and zoomed right. in on or uh-uh. anything. Uh-uh. In the moment, I didn't think it was a catch. I I, I would agree with Jeff. In the moment, didn't think it was a catch. And there really wasn't a whole lot of protest from him either. Now, let me ask you this. So after the field goal in the fourth quarter with 449 to go, you make it 20 to 13. Did you think the kickoff, did you think the ball was stripped by Tech? They called forward progress. They reviewed it, but the ruling stood. I saw no angle or review that. Said they got it wrong. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and I'll tell you, if if West Virginia had l- ended up losing that game, like if we had figured out a way to get in the end zone and tied it up and gone to overtime, well, there'd be a lot of questions about Neil Brown and that last West Virginia possession when they get the ball at their own 26 and they, they go three and out. Yeah, I like the initial play call to throw deep on the first play. But the the the, yeah. the the throwing on third down though. Well, you were trying to pick up first down. You were in a position where you needed five yards. I, I get it, I, but again, they didn't do themselves any favor taking any time off the clock. But it that was a really good, you know, defensive stand there to give you the ball yep. back. And you got lucky that that first down pass wasn't completed because mm-hmm. they they kind of had you fooled. Yeah, their quarterback I think is horrible. Horrible. 7.40 this morning on the Morning Drive. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you this morning, as we do every morning, from the First United Bank studio. Look forward to hearing from you today. We've heard from many of you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to DoubleT973.com for that or the mobile app. Uh, Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at 806-771-0973. Lots to uh, weigh through this morning, Jamie. Uh, this, for me, the most disappointing thing about football is there was so much hype in the offseason for what feels like no reason. To be clear, I'm a lifelong fan. We'll always go to the games, support the team, etc. But it felt like this could be the year. Life of a tech fan, it seems, wreck em. There was a lot of hype. There was a lot of conversation. There was a lot of talk about getting Arlington. There was offensive line's going to be a strength. There was the um, this team's better than last year's team. It, all, all that is fair. Boy, that just the comment on the show about 
offensive line was going to be the strength. Just, you know, and even at one point I had, you know, Jeff was holding strong with I'll wait until I see it. Which, you know, seemed like a really smart thing to do now at the time. Mm -hmm. But I even said to you one day, I said to you, if I'm not going to believe some of that, that means A, I think that Joey McGuire is lying to us, or B, that he didn't wasn't analyzing his team very well. Okay? And I felt like there would be no reason for him to lie to us. Mm-hmm. Right? And I didn't think, I felt like he would have had the pulse on, you know, looking at his team and say, man, our offensive line is playing well. I mean... I would say up to this point, we're all pretty happy with the defense, right? Yeah. So it's not as if that, well, Mm -hmm. they had a crappy defense to go up against Mm -hmm. in practice, and so it looked like they were dominating them. No. And I would say... So my point is here, Joey McGuire has to be pretty disappointed in the offensive line, too. I would think so. Otherwise, why would he have said that? Unless he truly believed they were going to be really good. Maybe he misanalyzed. Maybe maybe they're not performing like he thought they were going to perform. Um, I would say aside from, you know, the, the misses in the, in the Wyoming game, the special teams has been really good too. I mean, I mean, your, your kickoff kicker has basically done nothing but kick it in the end zone. I mean, he's, they've been a, they had one, I think, designed short kick on Saturday to get them to run the ball back, see if they could get them in yeah. worse field position. Yeah, nothing which, spectacular with your kick return or your punt return. I think you've been solid covering mm-hmm. uh, punts. Austin's been really good. How about the play Austin made on Saturday in the last field goal? That snap was way high. Absolutely. And Austin got it down. That was a great absolutely. play. Yep, absolutely. Great play. That could have completely changed the complexion of that game if he doesn't make a great catch and get it down quickly. Um yeah, so I, I guess for the most part, I could buy into your special team has been has been pretty good, but I mean, it cost you a game. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, is it possible our line is good at run blocking and bad at pass blocking? They looked that way this past weekend. I think that's oh, a fair it, question. No, it's absolutely possible. I mean, you've seen that before. That mm-hmm. some often, it's a completely different thing. I mean, running the football, you punch first. You're moving forward as an offensive lineman, okay? Pass blocking, you got to be a little bit more athletic. You you step back, obviously. I'm not breaking down any any new breaking any news here. You step back and then you take the blow from the defensive lineman. And so sometimes certain offensive linemen are better at one or the other. Okay? And so it's possible to have an offensive line that's really good at one or um, but at the same time, not as good at the other. You know, you'd like to think that you, if you're good at one, you're going to be good at both, but I don't think that's always the case. Um, go ahead. Something else that we kind of talk, this kind of goes into, and it's why I'm not willing. Taj Brooks had a good game running the ball. Go back and watch where he was <clears throat> supposed to pick up the, the blitzer in the pass protection, and he was probably the worst at it. That... I, he's been since he's been here. Um, in They're the usually pretty Saturday. complimentary of his past. I normally, am, but he was he was. Are you talking about Taj? Yeah. yeah, man, he missed an, he missed one big time the other day. That led to a sack, like three of them. That was a a, a big play in the game. Yeah, um, there's no question. And and that's why I'm not just 
Did he have a good day running the ball? Yeah. Should he have gotten the ball more? Yes. So you wouldn't have had to put him in those situations. But he did not have a good day pass blocking and picking up that extra blitzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this. And it was funny. On one of the plays, they even complimented him on a play on television on a play that he gave up a sack. I'm like, what are you guys looking at? <laughs> like, what are you guys looking at? Uh, Kobe, I didn't understand the end zone shot to uh, Martinez on third and two. Yeah, uh, welcome to three hours ago. Don't be, don't be jerk Chuck over no. it. <laughs> Just two hours. <laughs> I was the only one two, three hours ago. Over, yeah, here again at five o'clock. We were not on the air. Okay, two two hours jerk ago. Chuck. <laughs> jerk Chuck. Jerk Chuck. <laughs> Sorry, it was just a little frustration coming out there. Yeah, no, but we, we uh, yes, the point is... Welcome to the show, Kobe. Thank you very much for well, that even for that, that conversation, <laughs> for that comp. We comment. agree with you, Kobe. We agree About with you. that, Chuck. Uh, Bobby Hot Dogs asked me this. Are you going to become a Swifty now? No, and I don't I don't really see the attraction to me. I mean, she's wealthy. But you know what that is? Yes, I know what that is. Shocked. Yes. Honest to God, shocked. I Are thought you'd have to look it up. Oh, no, I know what a Swifty is. But no. What do you mean you don't see the attraction? I don't think she's that good looking. <laughs> Travis Kelsey could, I mean, probably from a financial standpoint, I mean, yeah, she's really Taylor attractive. Swift has been model beautiful since she was 15. Okay, just, I, okay, you do you, man. She just doesn't do anything for me. I just, <laughs> looks rather pedestrian to me, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> That made you laugh. That's that's good. <laughs> took me yeah. took me a couple hours to get that. Got made you laugh. So there you go. Nobody's nobody's good enough for Chuck's little Travis. <laughs> nobody's good enough. Oh, can't be man. messing around with girls. Focus on football, Kelsey. Yeah, come on. Can't be dating girls and stuff can, and having relationships. No, he can date. I just yeah. I'm gonna can... quote Bill Belichick here. He's made a lot of great catches. That may be his best. <laughs> Somebody said this. Saw Chuck at the Beach Boys concert. He was jamming. Great show. That was a great show last night. Yeah. I don't know if I was jamming or not. We stood for quite a bit of it, though. It does give me a question, though, about about the future of concerts. Uh, Bullfighter. It doesn't matter what you think, Chuck. Right? No. I know. I know. I know it doesn't matter. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.